just trust me, okay, this is Michael, and we are back with another one-on-one session with someone that everyone is secretly obsessed with, Naomi Black. Obsession. That's right. Everyone's latest obsession, the Naomi Black. Hello, everyone. Yes, not Naomi Judd. So, (laughs) (laughs) I know that some people get it confused, right? Right. (laughs) So I get confused with her all the time. All the time. (laughs) So, this segment is going to be a little different in the sense that this is part of the Pride series. She has been fabulous enough to be part of the Pride series, as well as hopefully coming back for reoccurring other pieces as well. Definitely. We will be working with that, which is going to be fun, fun, fun. So, uh, one thing we wanted to talk about is I think there's a lot of misnomers now because a lot of notoriety because of RuPaul and RuPaul's Drag Race has really brought to the forefront a lot of attention to drag queens, drag lifestyle, all of this. Shows like Pose are also bringing up different avenues of entertainment in gay culture and all of this as well. So there's a lot of stuff that's being maybe mixed signals or making it almost seem like, oh, it's always just been accepted. It's all Lottie Dawn, super easy to get into. And it definitely has not always been that. Right. So let's talk a little bit about initially when you first got started, did you have any apprehensions just as far as like, what is what are people going to think? Is this safe? Am I going to be putting myself in danger? Did anyone warn you? What kind of experiences did you have? Well, if you, when you live in Virginia and Hampton Roads, yeah, that is definitely a concern. That's what I thought. Um I mean, just being growing up gay, and the thing the thing about it is, you know, we spoke about it earlier um, how my parents, you know, were and how I was as a child. Um, I've always kind of been a bit of a force to be reckoned with, you know. Okay. Um, I never, and and like when I was in high school and stuff like that, there were. You know, there were people who, like, tried to peg me out, and that's gay, you know, or whatever. Um, But for the most part, that wasn't really a problem for me, because I've always been kind of a people person, and and get to know me, and all that other stuff is none of your business, you know? Um, And I've kind of brought that to, you know, up until now, you know? get to know me and everything, judge judge that. Don't, you know, get out of my pants. Right. Basically. Right. Okay. We're we're two people. Meet the person, know the person, accept the person. And I'm not asking you to accept what I do in the bedroom because I'm not asking you in my bedroom. Right. Exactly. You know? And it's just as simple as that. Um I've yeah, I've never really open myself up for that not saying that that's something that people open themselves up to but I've kind of been the type of person that you either you know you give or you take it you know mm-hmm. if you if you don't like it then whatever I'm cool if you like it I'm cool you right. know um and so I'm not like I'm not out for your acceptance you know so I'm mm-hmm. not looking for your acceptance it is <laughs> Right. It already is. You don't need to accept it. Yeah. It's already there. I'm here. You know? This is it. There's no accepting it. There's just is. So what about with your family? Now, you obviously you came out, they knew that. But then a whole other facet is, and I'm a performer. Mm. 
Did your family have anything to say in a negative way or in a concerned way about that? No. Um, it, it's so odd. Also, I've always been a person to compartmentalize everything. Uh-huh. Um, and if I didn't want you involved or to know about it, I wouldn't have you involved, you know? Mm-hmm. And if I suspect in any way that there's going to be... Um, like any negativity, mm-hmm. you know, in any decision that I make, I'm probably not going to talk about it. I'm not going to talk about it. Because you're going to you know? do what you're going to exactly. do. Exactly. I don't want to hear, I don't want to hear, you know, yay or nay, you know, because I'm going to do it. Regardless. <laughs> yeah. If I want your, if I want your permission, I will honestly ask for it. Mm-hmm. And, and, all. and I've always been that person. And, um, unapolog- <laughs> I'm unapologetic about it. It's just like, you know. If I want to do this, and I feel like you may not be with it and everything, I'm just not going to share it with you. Now, in your experience as a drag queen, have you seen some that think that this is something they can do and realize they're not nearly strong enough to be able to handle this? (laughs) All the time. Um, I would assume, because a lot of people think it's easy. A lot of them DM me. And and want to get advice. Um, I feel that everybody should do what they feel or deem that they like to do. Okay. Um, and drag is and has been and and will always be an open forum. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember starting out that my particular drag wasn't quite what everybody was doing, you know? And in what um, way? Like there's always been like always different types of drag and stuff like that. And at different times people worship certain types of drag at one, you know, at certain times people like more campy drag and other times people like more, you know, what people would term and excuse it, females fishy drag. Right. Um, you know, um, and it depends on the time that you're in and everything like that. It's often that I have felt, you know, on the outskirts of that, like, that's not quite me. I'm not quite that pageant girl person, you know, Mm -hmm. and, or quite this or quite that, you know, Mm -hmm. And um, when I was doing shows at Club Ambush and like a lot of shows that I've done in the past, um, I've like to try to keep an open mind when it comes to people who are interested in entertaining. Yeah. You know, um, just because it's not your or my particular brand of entertainment doesn't mean that somebody or a lot of somebody's will find that entertaining or sit Mm -hmm. there and go, you know what? Hey, that's me. Mm-hmm. You know, because basically that's what drag is in the first place, you know? Right. It, uh, we're all up there expressing ourselves, mm-hmm. okay, hoping that there's somebody out there that relates and 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 sees what we're doing as art or somehow, you know, relates to it and everything like that. So I've kind of been open to, you know, girls who say that they're interested in doing drag and everything and... For the most part, most of the queens will be like, you know, oh, girl, that's tired, and blah, 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 blah. Well, you know what? You might you might think that's tired, but somebody else might not think that's tired. Right. You know? Somebody else might see that as art or see that person exactly mentally, you know, where they're coming from, you know? 
and you've got a connection, which that is what performing, in my mind, is all about. You did know? you really have anyone that kind of helped to show you the way, or did you kind of just have to figure this all out on your own? Even going into drag, I was a little bit of a rebel. Mm-hmm. And um, one person who nurtured that rebellious side of me was, and may she rest in peace, may he rest in peace, um, Diana Colby. Okay. Um, Diana Colby, she was, she was a a big queen in a a lot of places and everything. She was well known in the corner pocket and a -hmm. lot in that era of time here in Hampton Roads was a, you know, a big queen at the time of the Colby, uh, line. Yeah. (laughs) And, um, at that time I was adopted into the Colby family. Mm Mm-hmm. And um, they were wanting me to uh, have the name and everything. They wanted me to be Naomi Colby. And I was like struggling with being Naomi Black versus Naomi Colby. And I remember Diana saying, girl, these bitches don't understand you. And they ain't never going to understand you. Because first of all, you got that ass. Okay. (laughs) She said, you got that ass, girl. And you dance that ass off. And everything. And with your beautiful ass, you do whatever the fuck you want and fuck these other bitches. Okay. All right. And I'm like, okay. She was like, girl, if you don't want to be a Kobe, you will always be a Kobe in my mind. Do whatever you want. She was like, you always got my support. You always got my back. Whenever there's a stage and I'm on it, you're on it. I'm like, okay. And that's all you needed. That's all I needed. That was your family. Well, on that note, we're going to go ahead and take a break. Give some respect, R.I.P., and we'll be right back. Stay tuned. Welcome back. So that is definitely something I had no idea about. I'm so glad that you had someone like that and you were a part of that kind of family, had that bond. Are you still really close with those girls from well, that lineage? Well, see, a lot of those girls aren't even with us anymore. Wow. Like, like uh, I remember, you know what? There's one person that is from that era and he wasn't a drag queen. He was just family from the wings yes a handsome navy gay that we adopted in and some other things and uh i remember that at the time when they adopted me in um it really felt like a family Mm -hmm. i remember that they all lived in the uh same house in downtown newport news and those who didn't often would like spend the night or hang out there like constantly and there was always like a family dinner. It was for like those that didn't have the family mm-hmm. traditional that everybody grows up with, you know, mm-hmm. or who did have that and somehow parted from that, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, they all treated each other like family, both love and fight. Okay, because yes, there was a lot of fighting and a lot of love, you know, there. But there were always dinners and like it was a. Like, 
you know, it was a community. It was truly like a family, you mm-hmm. know. I remember uh, doing shows and then afterwards, <laughs> us all coming back to that house and uh, using corn oil <laughs> to remove the makeup. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, there's many uses for canola oil, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> and makeup remover is one of them. Um, yeah, we were a bunch of greasy people then. Um, greasy people. <laughs> yes. We, we go to drag, go and oil ourselves up. Oh my god! wipe gosh. ourselves down. And go to the county fair. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, yeah, those were good days, though. But no, yeah, there's one person that um, um, we do keep in touch. Okay. And all, but yeah, most of the everyone else is either passed or, you know, moved on to other things and stuff. God knows where. I don't know. So with that, too, now, you've not only lived here and started here, you moved away and you came back. Mm-hmm. Have you seen a lot of drastic differences in the drag community over these past several years. Oh, definitely. Especially with the dawn of RuPaul's Drag Race. You know, things have changed considerably. And drag drag has become more of like a, I guess you could say, more of a mainstream thing now. Mm-hmm. Um, for better and for worse. That's there, what I was wondering, yeah. Um, yeah, there, there's positives, you know on that but it, there's also negatives that come with it um it's interesting now cuz now it, fe- it it feels like everybody can do it you know what i that's mean that's what i was wondering if there was a lot more wannabes that are coming in and then you really have to work harder to filter through on who's actually to be taken yeah. serious or not there's that level now, and then there's the whole how I I don't know. We've got people who are ha, you know team too much, you know. Okay, team and, too much, <laughs> you know. And I I get it. You're expressing yourself, and you're right. being authentic to you, and all. And God bless you, you know. Do you? And everything, but it, it's it's now everyone is everyone's like a everyone's a star now. Yes, you know? yes. Everybody's a star. Everybody is you know like the the next new thing, mm-hmm. the next new TikTokian. <laughs> TikTokian. <laughs> if that's a term, if that's a term, I'm creating it now. <laughs> TikTokian. You can see her on social media to pay her. You know. <laughs> you know. Only fans, yeah. Everyone, yeah. Everyone's a performer now. Everyone's a porn star now. Yes, it's like everything's like mainstream. It's become mainstream now. So it's just like, okay, what do I do? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, have you found that a lot have kind of reached out, or that you've been able to kind of help guide some that seem a little bit lost in translation? Oh. Okay, so when it comes to people who look for advice and all, I try not to get too preachy. Right. You know? Um, you want to be, like, supportive but realistic. Yes. Um, also, it, it's it's a double-edged sword helping people out, too. You know? 
because there are those that are actually trying to learn and mm-hmm. trying to, you know, do something. And then there's also those that are are actually just trying to be you or or trying right. to get free things. You know what I mean? Trying to use. You know? Right. And and it's hard to it's hard to, I don't know, sift through what is and what isn't nowadays. So I kinda like give people as little bit of advice as I can. I, I you know, if you want to know something, I'll give you their information. There's too many I, I find that there's too many people who are wanting to be drag mothers and too people many people who are wanting to have drag mothers. Oh, okay. Okay. You know? And um But you're receptive if someone is genuine. Oh yes, I'm receptive. And this and this is what I, I do here because again, too many people who are too willing to want to be a part of something and too many people who are willing and wanting to order something around. Right. I'm not trying to order you around or, or make you be something that you truly don't want to be. You want to be your own artist. And, and when anyone comes to me and talk about they want to do drag and they're looking for a drag mother... Right. All. Why don't you look for a drag friend that doesn't mind you having oh, like helping name? each other? You know what I mean? I don't mind helping you out and everything, but you don't have to run around with my name. And don't get me wrong, there are people who've donned the name, you know, black before. And as right. I've told them, you know, um, sweetie, that's not gonna do anything for you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's not going to do anything for you. Um if you want to have the last name, that's great. You know, that's fine. It's not going to do anything for you. But is you. that is that the purpose? Is it's, so that way there's already notoriety associated. And a lot of people feel that way. And everything. I feel like there's nothing wrong with you creating your own name, persona, whatever you want to present on the stage and work off of that. You know, right? And if there's people out there that are willing to help you genuinely, they'll help you regardless of whether or not. You take on a name. Right. You know? Absolutely. And if you're good, you're good. It's always going to shine. Exactly. Yes. You know? So. So with the way that things have changed and all of that, other things that have changed, I assume, because I've already seen a lot of it myself, but from your perspective, just gay culture in general, have you found that it's drastically different from when you came out being a gay man then versus how it is and how we're treated now? Oh, yeah, because we've... Be- <laughs> we already talked about that the days of cruising seem to be over. <laughs> yes, because, well, now is there there really a point? Now we've come into the day and age where everyone's fluid, you know, everyone... You know, right. Everyone is, like, trying to have an experience. Yeah, I like that. Have an experience. I agree with that a thousand percent. You know, and it, it's become the popular thing I want to try it out. You know? Yeah. And everybody is trying to have the college experience. You know what I mean? Yes. You know, when I was in college, I had that experience and everything. I did the three-way with, you know, two guys and merp, 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 merp. Yeah. You know? Um, I think nowadays, it's it's weird because, like, you know, I'll talk to friends and, and, like, we've got guys who are actually consider themselves heterosexual mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that go out looking and and, yep. and and know exactly what they're looking for have like an on list yes 
exactly the specification of penis they want to be with. Yes. You know? But they're straight. But they're straight. You know? <laughs> yes. yes. And they'll take it any which kind of way, however you serve it. Okay? Up, down, all around. Okay? Um, and then return back to the vagina and, you know, till next time. <laughs> yep. So on that note, everyone think about, are you actually straight? Or is your boyfriend the gay one? We'll be right back. Stay tuned. I can tell you how much I wish I didn't want to stay. I just kind of wish you were gay. Welcome back. I feel like we're living in like a modern Roman times where now it's like, oh, so we're buddies, you know, my me and my dude friend, we're buddies. And if, you know, we're bored and you're not finding some chick, I'm not finding a chick. It's totally acceptable. We'll hey. just do this. But we're straight. <laughs> you, know. you know, yeah. We're just like, hanging. Yeah, I'm just trying something out. I didn't really, wasn't really my thing. And I try it only on the weekends, but. <laughs> or, you know what? The, I think the, the latest thing is people who are so bored that they want to have sex. And, like, you see a lot of that on Grindr and a lot of the apps. Oh, like, you yes. Know, I'm bored. <clears throat> Sweetie, I don't want to have sex with you if you're bored. Because <laughs> you're, you're boring. Okay. <laughs> yes. Why? Why? Why do I want to have sex with you if you're bored, right? Sweetie? Right. I need I need you to be excited, okay? I need this to be like a thing, like oh, you know, you want to play Uno? No, it's uh, okay. It's not, this is sex. It's not like a, you know, it's raining outside. We need to do something. Let's, Let's have sex. You know? <laughs> Why not? Want to poke me in the whiskers? You know, like no, <laughs> no. Right. That's not sexy to me. This, no. Desperation's never sexy. (laughs) Loneliness is never sexy. I agree with that. Also, I don't find cuddling sexy, so people, please, stop referring to sex as cuddling. Yes. Okay. I don't. We're not doing that. (laughs) You want to turn me all the way off. Ask me if you want to cuddle. I'm like, ugh. (laughs) Just a whole vomit session in my mouth. You know? Turn me on leave. You yes. know what I mean? Just like, what? Who started that cuddling thing? Now, don't get me wrong, you know, after the sex happens, yes, cuddle all you like, okay? Yes, or but until before we get to sweaty. build up to it, no. You know, but yeah. don't, don't think you're going to make this all hot and heated, calling cuddle, what? Like, so what's dating been like for you? Have you been approached at the clubs and you're like, stop, I'm not even taking you seriously? Like, no. Dating. What is that? Um, what Do people date anymore? Is that they try they to. It? They pretend to. Okay. Not in my world. It's more okay. so hookups, but yeah, yes. They... I, I've had lots of hookups. Now, don't get me wrong. There have been sporadic dates, mm-hmm. you know, peppered in there. So, <laughs> right, you know. right. Um, but yeah, yeah, dating. So dating's not really one of your tops, top I, favorite things. Oh, well, I do date tops. I knew but, that was coming. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, 
tops are always dateable. Um, no, dating, yeah, dating is weird. Dating okay. is weird, especially in this day and age of grinder and everything. Again, you know, you now can order sex like a pizza. So, it's, do you find that some guys are wanting to date you, but almost as like to date a character? Um, now there are guys that are looking for. Now, if you're looking to date me, mm-hmm. you're looking to date Martin. Okay, mm-hmm. Naomi is like a side choice. Mm-hmm. That you are going to deal with, <laughs> okay? She's she's a little side choice. Don't be expecting her. Oh, because I uh, I'm not that one. I don't ask me to do that in the bedroom. Don't get me wrong. Okay, there, you know. Yeah, there's freaky moments and stuff like that. But this here is a lot of work. Okay, for you to be asking me to be <laughs> getting up into. <laughs> Okay. All right. Oh, I've had. Oh, uh, there's. As a matter of fact, I, there's a guy that currently hits me up on Grinder all the time, and he's like, "Oh, it's so hot," you know. He's like, you know, I really would love to like be with you like that. I'm like, I'm sure you would. Okay. No. <laughs> That's a lot of damn work. Okay. Right. And don't get me wrong. I'll put on your little cute little little. But if you're calling for. A three-hour beatdown for me to get ready for you to do the... No, no. No, no. We... No, sweetie. That's... No. That's a lot of damn work just to take off my clothes. Well, speaking of a lot of work, this year we did not have as much of the work for Pride Month festivities, but we do have some and have had some already. Um, What do you feel about how Pride has gone so far this, this year? And of what's left of it, what type of things are you going to be a part of? Well, I have been asked to be a part of the Suffolk um, Pride. Which is when? In a couple of weeks and all. 27th to, of June. 27th okay. of June. And um, I told them I would get back to them on Tuesday, which I will get back to them on Tuesday. Um, By the time this airs, it'll be after Tuesday. Do you know what you're going to say? Probably. Um, <laughs> She'll probably be there. So expect an announcement by the time this show's out. The secret's safe with us. I, I yes. think I'm kind of already sealing the deal on myself <laughs> right now. Doing <laughs> this all on the podcast and everything. But yes, uh, um, I, I may, and I've also heard that they, that um, Hampton Roads Project this next month and then doing something in Norfolk Scope. I don't know exactly what. Oh, what, in July? Yeah. I, okay. So it'll be even hotter at Town Point Park. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, so what do you think of this year versus the years of Town Point Park? Do you like the little mini pop-up festivities they've done this year? I like the progression that... Um, that Because I remember, <laughs> even before Town Point Park, I remember back... Uh, what is it? It's on a. It's a middle school or elementary school. Where? And they were doing it in the. Uh, it's off of Granby. Whatever. It's an elementary or middle school. Oh, is it off? When it was at Lakewood Park. Yes. And then, like, <laughs> I remember doing Pride back there, okay, where it felt heavy like... Heavy cruising. Oh. She's been around. And heavy yes. petting. Oh. 
<laughs> or as I like to call it back then, because of Tu Wong Fu, I, I was like, is this a cherry social? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's what it was back then. It yes. was a nice little cherry social. Little drag cherry things. social. Okay. Drag queens would come out and perform in the dirt Right. And stuff. Oh, it was lovely. <laughs> So you prefer what is what it's turned into now? I love it now. I love how big it's become, and yeah, I love it. I Do love you it. feel like you truly are appreciated now versus kind of just being tolerated? Depends on who you're asking. Because <laughs> um, I feel like it's definitely more accepted yeah. and appreciated versus it did just used to be like, well, I guess we have to coexist. Now it's like, I do appreciate that. The entertainment, as well as you as a person. Like, I feel like it's much more value added as opposed to it just being kind of a sideshow. It, like I said, is a double-edged sword. Uh, yeah, because before I forget, let's touch on what happened in the Outer Banks. Okay. So people can see this on your YouTube yes. of what we're about to talk about. And yes. this happens to be... At the drag that you did in the Outer Banks, that when you got there and you were performing, they didn't exactly have the legalities in order. So what happened? Where was the place? And where can they find you on YouTube? Um, JB Brewbakers. Just look at look up Mary Black does JB Brewbakers. You'll find it. I found it <laughs> on YouTube. Um, what was the hot topic of it all? What was the problem? Uh, apparently the owners of said building had an issue with there being drag and so jb brewbakers was renting the building from the renting the space from someone yes and the owners of that space were the ones that did not like this exactly wow and made it very known in what way? Oh, like they, this is not Christian. This is not right. I heard. I heard that those were the issues. Now, never once was it brought to me. The only time that it was ever brought to me was when the news reporters were, you know, like, <laughs> we need to interview you and see how you feel about this. And um, so, when they told you, you had no idea. Well, I I did know about it because of the manager. You know, okay. He, you know, we we spoke about everything and stuff like that. And, the, the blowback that he was getting from them and he was getting letters and phone calls wow. and stuff like that. Um, it was interesting. It was, <laughs> to say the least. <laughs> it was interesting. Um, never once being there did I feel uncomfortable or that I didn't belong or anything. There right. Was like, you know, never that. And everyone that came was totally... Appreciative. As a matter of fact, the people in the interview, you know, that they had interviewed, had seen the show and stuff like that, you know, was like, it was a family show. They enjoyed it. Um, I don't know. But it you was a, a big fuss over oh, nothing. Oh, it was a big fuss. Did you ever go back? Uh, to J.B. Brubaker's or yeah. Outer Banks? No, J.B. Brubaker's. Um, not since the show closed down. As a matter of fact, I don't believe that they're open anymore yeah, I believe they closed down after that because oddly um, enough, yeah, that's crazy. Well, I really appreciate you sharing with us some of your behind the scenes. And unbeknownst to you, I think 
you will be back. So I'm so glad that you came and shared a lot of this with us, especially for uh, being one of our featured guests for Pride. Thank you so much. And remember, everyone, just trust me, okay? She's going to be back to join us for some entertainment segments coming up. Stay tuned. I see reflections of you and me. Reflections of 